morning, it's Money Talk. It's 17 minutes to nine. This is James Ross. And in your money, uh, Karen Wright is here to talk us through some of the biggest scams that people are losing millions of dollars to. Uh, good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. I'm joined today by Michelle Young from the Investor and Financial Education Council. Thank you for joining me on the show today, Michelle. Thank you for having me. So first off, before we get into our discussion for the day, can you tell me a little bit about the IFEC? What, what is it you do and how do you aim to help people? Well, we at the IFEC, we are actually a public organization and a subsidiary of the Securities and Futures Commission. And our team is dedicated to help improve the financial literacy of the Hong Kong people. So we work very closely with different regulators, the four financial regulators, as well as the Education Bureau, along with the Financial Services and Treasury Bureau. And we use this consumer platform, which is called the Chin Family, which portrays a typical family in Hong Kong with grandparents, a couple and their children. And we try to, through this platform, through this family, discuss daily financial and investment decisions that an individual or a family may face so that the content that we produce can be more lively and relatable to the people in Hong Kong. So that's what we do. And we have a website. We also have a Facebook page as well as an IG account for everyone to follow us to know more about financial and investor education. It's well worth checking out. I have been to those places and I can definitely vouch for the fact that there's lots of great information there. So so let's now dive into the main chat for today and look at one of the key mm. issues uh, the IFEC have been trying to provide education on at this moment, which is scams. You know, we constantly hear about them at the moment. So, so tell me some of the, the many ways in which scammers try to gain our trust and maybe some of the more unusual ones. Sure. So let, let, let's have a look at the figures to kind of set the scene. So the Hong Kong police has been releasing figures about a scam that are happening in Hong Kong. So just look at uh, the first quarter of 2023. On a year-on-year -year basis, we see that the number of reported deception cases actually increased by 65% to over 8,800 cases. And 70% of these cases are related to the internet. So some are about online shopping, others are about employment fraud. And we also see a huge upsurge in a number of investment-related scams. And just in the month of February and January, there are nearly 500 cases that were reported involving a total sum of 300 million. And we at the IFEC, we also do some of our own research and we find that nearly 50% of the people that participated in our research reported that they had at some point in time experienced online scams and 9% out of these respondents actually suffered some kind of financial losses. And when we talk about the common types of um, investment scams, there are a few. Uh, one of them that we see very often is uh, phishing emails or the bogus calls, pretending to be an organization or a company that you are already dealing with. So phishing emails is often used to steal user data, which includes login data, credit card numbers, ID numbers. And this occurs when the attacker, they masquerade as a trusted entity and then dupes the victim into opening an email or responding to a text message. So the recipients would receive 
um, this link and they are asked to click onto it and would install a malware which would reveal sensitive information and perhaps even hacking into the account. So as a result, the individual would suffer some kind of losses. It could be unauthorized purchases, stealing of funds or identity theft. So with that, we really do suggest to the public to never respond to emails or messages that ask you to go to a website and update your own information because your banks or your service providers, they would never send you unsolicited email asking for this type of information. Another type of scams that we see occur quite often is through the social media. You know, with the pandemic and all the social distancing measures that we saw in the past couple of years, people are spending more time on social media and doing various activities like online banking or online investing. And the social media has become a platform for these scammers to operate many different schemes. So um, just to name a few, there's this ramp and dump scheme, which is typically related to stock trading. There's also what we call the romance scheme, where the scammers would use fictitious profiles and attract victims. So, and they're known to play many mind games to scam money out of the victims. And also we see this uh, Ponzi scheme or the pyramid scheme that people are also engaging in. So perhaps we can go into a little bit more details on these. So let's talk about the ramp and dump, for example. It is really a form of stock market manipulation where the fraudsters would use different means to ramp up a share price of a listed company and then dump the shares to the investors at an artificially high price. So typically, a fraudster would pretend or impersonate some well-known market commentators and trick the investors into trading listed stocks, claiming that they have exclusive information about the stock. This is usually done through perhaps WhatsApp, Facebook or WeChat. And the stocks that they are recommending are usually of small market capitalization, low market liquidity and usually have a high shareholding concentration. So they are easier to manipulate and the cost of doing that is relatively low. And very often the investors would fall victim to the scam and they would not be able to contact the fraudsters once the share price crashes. The other thing that we just talked about is the pyramid scheme. And we are seeing quite a number of these type of uh, scams going on, especially in the cryptocurrency space, in the virtual asset space. So the pyramid schemes are very often positioned as high return schemes that allow people to make easy money just at the comfort of their own home. And victims would usually make a profit first, probably in the form of interest payment or as a form of commission. And it acts like a bait to entice them to increase the money that they put into these schemes. And they would usually then be asked to recruit family or friends into the scheme to receive some type of reward. But sooner or later, the fraudsters will run off with all the money and a scheme that leads to, you know, no more, no more interest payment, no more commission, and the capital that they put in would also be gone. So these are kind of the 
common types of uh, scams that we see lately. Now, Michelle, unfortunately, we have run out of time for today. So let's come back tomorrow when we can talk a little bit more about this topic. We can talk about the more unusual scams that you are focused on. We can talk about ways to prevent yourself falling foul of one of these scams. Thank you so much again.